I want to mention, before we start off the official podcast, I want to mention the guy eating the sandwich at the very beginning. Oh, damn. He, shout out to that shout guy. Shout out to that guy. I don't, I don't even know him. I just asked him if I could film him eating sandwiches. So he's not an actual part he's of the podcast. He's a wonderful, that is wonderful person. person. He is a great guy, rich guy. I love him. We got to deport all of people like him. <laughs> all people with that. All sandwiches. So speaking of governor's school systems, a little more on topic. There are actually several that are even in use on small scale that are substantially better. One that comes to mind is known as a Sudbury school. You know, I, I heard of this really great school and you, they have this really, really good program. You, you I'm not quite sure about if that's a good school system. Well, it may be a step up, but it's, it's still a accelerated school system, but it's, it's still common core. It's very flawed. I think, I think it does, I think this has to be done in stages, you know, taking schools and converting them to you. You can almost segregate students by interest. You know, if you have an athletic sure. student, put them in a school with an emphasis on athletics. If you have a tech student, put them in a school with an emphasis on tech. If you have a science student, put them in a school with an emphasis on tech. Is that segregation? Is no. that negative segregation? It's specialized. It's specialized. Okay. That way you learn what you want to Here's learn. Here's the yeah, that I have to so definitely step up from, say, oh, I don't know, the, school the heck hole of... That is that is that wasn't too bad. It was just that is the only that is the, the only building I legitimately. Okay, this is gonna sound like the heck full of beep. <laughs> the yes, the something something unnecessary censorship right here. <laughs> okay, anyway, point is, stuff up, but it's still based on the same horrifically flawed system. And when I say horrific, I just like using that. It's just as good as tremendous. Tremendously flawed. It's a tremendous issue, The school yeah. system is rigged. Well, it's he, rigged against us. And here's how I can say we that it's so. We can accept the results if we win. And here's how I can say that it's so flawed. I don't give two craps about a lot of the classes I'm taking. I just but I don't have one. a choice. Now it's good to have some background knowledge, but I don't need to know super advanced conceptual math because I know, and I mean I legitimately know, I will not be using it. I do. Think I think they need to make the teachers more fun. Like, they need to make the teachers engage with the students. Like what you said about not giving two craps. <laughs> For my, if I were a teacher, I, and I had to make like two missing assignments, I would be like, okay, you can have two craps about missing assignments. So I was how does that apply to Mrs. Zimmerman? Kingdom's not here, she's not Okay, no, here's what I would like. You actually have a choice. From day one to day end, you can go in and out of class anytime you want. You're not actually required to stick with it. So get this. Say I was living my life, and I was doing whatever, and I'm like, hey, I need to know this. Oh, hey, there's a class on it. Let's go to that class. I, I actually want to be there. I actually want to learn. Hey, I might have to pay for it. <laughs> I, I didn't say anything about paying for it. But I actually want to be there, and I actually want well, to learn, which already makes the classroom experience significantly better, because the people there want to be there. How many classes have you been in where you can tell people don't want to be there? So, I think that whatever school system there is, there will be classes that there are people who won't, don't want to be there. And I don't think the way to solve it is by throwing them all in some sort of media school where they can sign them to a life of death, misery, and depression. I think you should, though. I'll be a little bit more for um, us people. 
Have we officially started the podcast yet? Have we introduced the topic? Are we? Yes, we're trying to figure out how to make the school system better. If you haven't been able to tell, so. Um, so. I thought we were trying to fix it. Yeah. Welcome to Ucast Podcast, where we kind of didn't do an introduction. Oh yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Ucast Podcast, but we don't believe. We decided to be unique. We don't do intros until halfway through. Yeah, pretty much. That's. It's four twenty-four right now. Introduction now. Except that, say you, plan, say you plan to go into something like I am with computers. Well, yeah, then you're going to need a higher math. That's it's the thing. Like I supposedly do. But I've actually already been doing a lot of the stuff with computers, and I can tell you, I don't need all of, to know all about... Maybe you need it for so, programming, but not for Well, and that's the thing. Why do I need to, like, know what inside and out? I don't. Because when I'm actually doing this stuff in the real world, like, anytime I need it, I can refer to it online and anywhere I want to refer to it. That's true. org. There's no weird space engine things that you might need, like, linear algebra for. And the best way to learn something is to actually want to learn it. So, the math is 
you can't learn higher math without going to lower math. You know, when yeah. I was when I was in third grade, I hated math. Yeah. I thought all math was doing was times tables. I knew my my elevens and my twos. I also knew my tens. And you knew your elevens up to number and eleven. I, I honestly spent more time doing you know doing lines upon lines of times tables than I spent in my classroom. They, they, they sent me to a little classroom that was quiet and removed all possible stimuli. They removed my recess, they removed my extracurricular, you know, they, they, they removed everything that was fun in school and maybe you have to try and fix me and try and, you know, make me learn. But make you great again. <laughs> see, I think yeah. that the school needs to, so needs to, you know, understand that not all students are the same and some of their brains just work differently. Like, I, I can't tell. It's but then they're trying harder. That's so anybody who tries to do that, there's always people complaining, oh, why isn't my student in that area? My student needs to be in that area. My, why isn't my student in gifted and talented programs? You even because spoke in a great way, way that don't sound like them. It's like, I don't know, maybe you were intending to do that. Contrary to what most okay. parents think, their yeah. kids aren't always gifted and talented. What? They don't understand that. You mean there's well, normal people? Yes. And that's 90% of everyone. <laughs> and parents will not... <laughs> Admit that their student is not special. You're not. If you're not special. good at everything, you're not. That's not a job. You know, I'm really glad that my mom, you know, pushed me to be, be you know, become greater. You know, you say, have to become stuff, great like, again. You know, she she pushed me to you know try new things. No, you know, we don't really need to speak of science. To be fair, if everybody okay, is special, well, nobody is special, <laughs> and we are we are probably in the top. Well, that's five percent of the same way. The reason I say that we shouldn't bother trying to teach people things until they want to learn is because real learning actually takes real desire. Sure. Well, There's things that I learned and actually learned, like when I was like seven years old, that I remember very clearly to this day because I actually cared. Yeah. So, well, yeah, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of uh, learning is comes out of your will to learn. So yeah, teachers do need to be more engaging to students, but you also need to start at an earlier age because actually uh, the, the time when you learn the most is between six months and one year. Like actually even before that is also, when those kids like solidify sounds in their head. Yeah, starting earlier wouldn't be a bad idea. But another thing is, like Clay said, it, it's a one-size-fits-all system that, what do you know, it doesn't fit everyone. Some people are six feet tall, some people are four feet tall. I mean, that's just how some it is. Some people don't like hiding in a desk all day. You my job as comic relief. Hmm? You serve my job as comic relief. I'm not pleased. <laughs> I mean, like, if you, if you think school system is like t-shirt sizes, I don't want to see an extra large t-shirt on a four foot tall person. That's just not going to look good. That's pretty pretty much what it is. Which means the school system is either giving students too much or too little. What I really don't want to see is a, a small shirt on an extra large person. That'd yes, be scary. That, that yeah. would be scary. But well, um, what I what I want to see is like schools go through like what grades one through six and get a general feel on how the student learns, and then send them to maybe like three or four schools around the entire county that they live in, and have them be specialized schools based on how fast the student learns and what they want to learn. So I think that we've established pretty much what's wrong. It's a one-size-fits-all system. They, you know, expect us to learn things that we won't use. Now, how do we fix it? Oh, also their idea of learning is more like cram, pass the test, never remember it again. Mm -hmm. pass, the, <laughs> pass the 
The two-minute cram. The, the, <laughs> the end of the year that we won't have to mention. That's the one study thing that I remember from the class, student success. The two-minute cram. Well, I How do we cram that two minutes before the I test? Personally <laughs> yeah. I personally He's like, Whoa. Yeah. You cram. This is, you know, more... Don't cram, don't cram, don't cram. It's like, yeah. not recommended. Okay. No, this is like what you do. You just like, absorb, spill, I'm done. Yeah. I'm a sponge. Okay. What I am... More, you know, more proof of the one-size-fits-all system than the work is because I actually liked learning the stuff that didn't matter, you know, the stuff that I would cram is what I really, really enjoyed learning. Yeah. The, 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 thing, the things I like most psychology. are when, um, uh, is when the teacher says, don't take notes. <laughs> and then, that's when I start taking detailed notes because... When the teacher says, don't take notes, that's when I take notes because that's when they're about to say something interesting that doesn't really matter. It's like, oh yeah, there's like two, 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 five, six, Put your computers down. This is, you don't need to take notes on this. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, that was like five questions on the test. I didn't read the whole thing, though. So, what Joseph has been pushing towards me was this thing called a Sudbury School. No, it's a thing called a Nexus 5. Oh, yes. Yes, that's oh, a pretty he's great. Been pushing that towards you. It's a great device. I'll be old. Inside it, it says that. But what he's been pushing towards so you is the next. No, inside it is its internals. It's on the screen. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it says that it's a school where students have complete responsibility for their own education, and where the school is run by direct democracy, in which the students and staff are equals. That's and pretty much the gist. I wish I could call all my teachers by their first name. Seriously. I think that that That's is what I do with an idealistic groups. idea. I consider myself a realist, you know, which most people call me a pessimist because of that. And I don't believe that students want to learn in some cases. They would rather be home. That's why so they have complete I don't control so they can go home in their own way. Especially with Mrs. Z. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Mrs. Z. That's what we're going to talk about. My only qualm with... Yes. Uh, this is how they learn. Uh, uh, my only qualm with a lot of uh, the ideas of children should just be able to learn how they want. Like, they could just go home and just do whatever they want and hope that they... Well, want. you have to... The thing is, you're going to have to guide them still. They're still going to have to do stuff they don't want to do. But that's one of the benefits of home Maybe school. they have... your own case. What if they have small education systems for the people that just really don't care? And by the way, the simplest... They actually do. They have delinquent schools. I'm not making this up. They have a delinquent school that I was also reading about when I read about these Sudbury schools because I was researching school systems that don't suck. And funny enough, the delinquent school system is better than the standard school system. One of the most successful. Do they learn more? Do they funding? Do they learn more? No, it's because in the delinquent school system, similar to the Sudbury school. They give the yeah, students responsibility to help them learn that they need to be responsible. Because let's be honest, in a standard, I don't know how that works, I guess it works, but let's be real here. In a standard school system, what responsibility do we really have other than making sure that a letter grade on a piece of paper stays high? They tell you the class. We have to ask to go to the bathroom. We have to ask to go to the because we don't have the responsibility to, you know, think about just, the, just walk out of the room on our own. Because think about the phone garages. the halls and meet with our friends. Think about so the classes that do have phone garages. We're not truly responsible because we're forced. Ones that have phone garages, I actually forget they're in there. That's because we can't be truly yeah, responsible yeah. until we have. Yeah, like Barcelona class, Kings class, they don't have 
they don't have a phone garage. So a bunch of the delinquent schools where people were given the chance to actually choose for themselves, and funny enough, they did pretty well. Okay. So what are the jobs that people are trying to be? Ninety thousand donations. Maybe be a member of society. That's another thing. School doesn't really prepare you very well for the modern job world. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, totally. You go out in the modern job world. You you used to have to ask to go to the bathroom, and all of a sudden you have near absolute freedom. You're like, oh. Can I use the restroom? That's one of the reasons why freshmen in college sometimes have a hard time because suddenly they you know they've been being forced to go to school, then suddenly they don't have to. And then they don't go to class. And then they actually It comes as such a shock. That's why I think it's important to you know expose them to responsibility earlier, not you know complete responsibility. Maybe that might not to come to school, then do so. That's what's the right thing to do. I wish it was a little more gradual. Like once you got out of elementary, I really think you should be given more responsibility. Think about the negative connotation that people have on school loan learning. It's because it's a media There's obviously something wrong with it if people so consistently hate it. People consistently hate the president. Exactly. It's, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's because they're forced to have that president. Because yeah. they elected, the 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 elected that president. The media has embraced that. The reason that. people want to hate the president is because either they really don't like the president's ideals or they're just ignorant. It's just because they want someone to blame. That's why yeah. we hate teachers. That, that, that's because we, you know, they have to be viewed as superiors. If you, is it, it's because well, you know we have to have someone to blame, otherwise we blame the other students and we kill each other. I don't really life. blame any of my teachers for life except Mrs. Z. No, I I she, think we blame the school system because it is the school system's fault that the school system is a school system. It's a <laughs> fault. Yes. <laughs> Well, we should have gone with Hamilton and not even had a school system. We, we definitely knew, uh, do need some kind of education reform. I don't know how to fix it, but Donald I'm Trump, are you listening right now? This is how you become a successful That's president. tremendous. Um, Listen to our podcast right here. <laughs> endorsed by Donald Trump. Yes. Yes, that's not officially right there. Donald Trump. Hypothetically, you're endorsed by Donald J. Trump. Don't go around claiming you're endorsed by Trump. We'll get sued or something. No, we're hypothetically endorsed by Trump. Hypothetically. But it does need a revamp. It definitely needs to have more. I do enjoy the idea of more student responsibility because that actually does make a lot of sense. Um, student, uh, I mean, teachers do need to be encouraged to be more involved with their students and to try and cater to uh, uh, individual students as much as possible, even though it's very difficult for teachers to cater to students and also to try and engage students because, you know, a lot of students just want to be home Snapchatting their friends, playing video games. Um, I mean, there are some days where I would rather just be sleeping instead of at class right then. I would be rather but sleeping in class so my mom doesn't. You know, actually, yeah, that's something I want to say. People who would rather, the people who would rather idly do nothing instead of going to school, I would say those are people who haven't really discovered what they're passionate about in life just yet. You know, if I had the chance to be home, I would probably watch. YouTube I would die of boredom. I would watch a YouTube video. I would start. I would start. Then I'm like, you know, 
suggestions for you, Alyssa would pop up a video about, you know, something that looks, ooh, that looks cool. And then I would just get sidetracked. And that's something the school system is almost designed a little bit to prevent against. It's, you know, they have, you know, dull gray walls, a lack of stimuli in the classroom, except for the teacher talking about the front of the room. It's designed to make you listen. And, and that kind of motivational picture that says, oh, yeah. Lecturers making the advertisement on the side of the classroom. They're actually, <laughs> one thing is, I've seen, uh, at our last school, I saw a big increase now last year in advertising in the school. With the, the people that were making the advertisement are standing on the other side waiting to talk to you about their products. So you just run yeah, right before class, there's that five second skip ad advertising. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to skip it, I don't want to go to class. Just keep going for 45 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you got those. But, um, but, um, yeah, I actually, like in the lunchroom, I saw multiple advertisements for these things. I don't like think they're. Like more milk. Like, well, not, not that, just like specific products. Specific kinds of, like, slurpy things. The schools need more know. funding so they don't have to depend on ads to make money. Like, well, except they're, that's the work they're telling people about. People that actually care are willing to pay. I know the um, reason you should have people who care. Uh, the, uh... Oh. Look what you did. Uh, I had a train of thought, and I lost it. I'm sorry. Um... It derailed. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. Rob, it derailed very heavily. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna switch one of the tracks. I had a train repair service. Oh, I was going to comment on your, uh, your, uh, your comment about the, uh, school system and how it's not quite free-flowing, it's more rigid and very structured. The thing is, there is a form of school system. I went to one school at one point. Uh, it was called the Walden School of Liberal Arts. It's difficult to look at. And it was done in a style kind of reflective of uh, Thoreau's Walden. It was very loosely done. You called your teachers on a first name basis. Um, it was it was very uh, student guided in some ways, and it was just very project-based and not so much like classwork. It was more just discovering what your interests were. I mean, yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't that good at preparing you for like a college setting, but yeah. it was good for, it was a good experience for um, just self-discovery. So here's, so wait, so what, how do you think that kind of changed you? Or your like kind of your view on education or learning? Like even your view on life? Well, I guess it did help me to, uh, I guess, realize some of the more importance of education because it was my one of my first positive experiences with schooling, um, and uh, so I, I guess that helped to reinforce that. Um, so it helped me kind of form a love for learning, but then, well, after that. Walden took on more students, so it kind of lost a lot of the yeah. charm to it. It was yeah. very small, student-directed classrooms, but then it lost its charm. Um, so I switched back to the public school system, which was okay. I went to a decent school. Um, uh, but then um, provided an opportunity for me to yeah. uh, learn more, to actually advance my learning. Yeah, I've actually nice step up for me. I still I'm not a big fan of the system though. Yeah. Well I do like what is doing. 
this is going to be really hard. I ended up like, drawing <laughs> her out. I'm doing like Deep is doing, and Bleep is a great school. But, oh, were we I not do, supposed to mention? We can talk about it. I can bleep that out, and nobody can understand it. You can't, it doesn't bring up the school. I usually do it with the audio, though, with the video, because sometimes, like, the camera will cut out at one point, and if the audio is bleeped out, I can't hear what they're saying to match it up with the video. But, like, as I was saying, like, um, I, I really like what you're doing, having it be combined with, um, but of course that is like a state ruling where you have, if you have a community college, you have to have a high school that goes with that. Well, but... University now, not a community college. Yeah. Well, um... And the fact that they've got rid of it is a good sign. Yeah. Well, what I, what I find, um, nice about UCAS is the fact that, like, you can go take college courses, which means the freshmen for college we are freshmen, and we don't get overwhelmed with, we don't have to go to any of my classes today? Well, you still have to go to the high school classes, but you don't have to go to the classes, but since you're here, might as well, and that gets you in the habit of going to your university classes. And, and here's something that I've noticed in my life. And then you see the people that fail who didn't. If I, if I find myself staying up till like 3 in the morning doing things that I'm just so interested in, I can barely tear myself away from it. But then I have to stop doing that to go do stuff I don't give a crap about all day, every day, five days a week, just waiting and wishing I could go back to doing stuff I actually care about. It's kind of ridiculous. I'm pretty sick of being forced. I think sometimes we got to look at the big picture. I mean, I love making people out of toothpicks and, you know, dragons out of toothpicks. But building things out of toothpicks does not stimulate the economy. You know, I mean, so it could <laughs> if you try really, really hard. But I think perhaps that, there are other toothpick lovers out there. That that uh, sparks it's uh, modern art. Innovation. You can sell that for millions of dollars. So what? Well, what really got me started on toothpicks though was being forced to was being forced because I ran out of my other materials. I I was stuck with toothpicks and glue. Except that forced the problem, me to adapt and. Then now and you're with them of your own will, are you? It not? forced me to adapt mm -hmm. and expand my horizons. School is kind of doing that. It forces us to make the best of it and adapt to it, and, and well, in doing so, it expands our horizon. There is problems, but I think at its core, it's good. Which is why we should have an introduction to everything. I should Including have our to podcast. <laughs>
I still think it has room to improve. So, um, back to Clay's analogy. You, uh, you're talking about how I, with the toothpicks, I think that you're definitely, it was your choice to be working on the project in the first place. <laughs> okay, that's great. Um, and being forced to adapt, it was your choice to adapt. I mean, you could have adapted to different things. And I think that might be the key. You could have adapted to destroying everything that wasn't made of toothpicks. I could have adapted to throwing you at people. I could have, you know, making cars close out. The forced to adapt to something was that a bad face my boredom. Which is probably what I would do if I were in school. I mean, last summer I took summer courses, but like from like the beginning of August all the way until school started, I was just so bored. And school oh, might have a job. School might help you with that. But what about the people I meet? The list of things I want to do with my life is very long. The list of things I have actually done that are on that list is so short it's not even funny. I have hardly done anything in my life that I want to do because I've been pulled around my entire life by this and that. It's incredibly frustrating to me. I know what I want to do with my life, but I can't do it. At least not yet. I have to wait until like, I'm 20 something. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, with, um, with school, and especially accelerated schools, like early college schools, are um, uh, the idea behind them is so that you work hard now so that you can relax later and get a good job and do all those things that you want to do. And working during college is often considered the time where you do the things that you want to do because you get to decide your classes. You get to yeah. uh, decide your schedule. And also it's a time to uh, explore the world socially. And, uh, and I am interested to see what it will be like when I do get to that level where I start choosing my majors and stuff. Yeah, and it's where, and it's where you're um, on your own for the first time. Yeah. For most people, there are some people who still will live. And, and I like that, but I'm like, before you start going into a major or something, you have like zero choices. You just go with what they tell you. Yeah. So, 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 so I think sure. that what we're really asking for here in our own special convoluted and weird way. Yes, very convoluted, very we, weird. Because very basic. Is, is it strange? It's because is it what we're asking here is for schools to give you more choice earlier on of what you want to study. Mm -hmm. I think you should be able to you know, should have to be forced to take some classes because, you know, Again, on top of two big things, I'm, I really love survival. Like, I mean, if I had the opportunity, I would go out and live in a cave yeah. and just survive. But that doesn't better society as a whole. It doesn't have I mean, to okay. It doesn't if you're real, If you are worthy of a Darwinism award, if I you can go do that. If I want a reality TV show, it benefits society by stimulating the economy. But or I think what we, what we need to do here is, you know, not everything needs selfless. to stimulate the economy, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, so here's my experience with all this. Mm, gonna have to go in a few seconds. Um, so, um. You have to finally get some stuff done. <laughs> yeah, so, uh. Yeah, instead of like yes. moving the chairs up and Except down. whenever I come home after school, I'm mentally drained from having been forced to do stuff all day. I totally agree. Uh, so, back in sixth grade, I had this math class that I got I did to do. Too. Yeah. No, I mean, it's this extra math class. Oh. I like had a basic math class, or something. I had a special math class where you kind of did other algebra and stuff uh, with Mr. Day. Uh, yeah. talented. Now, you are one of those people who their parents are justified to say that their kid is gifted and talented. No, my parents said nothing about that. It was a system. I just. You're just that special. I'm just special. I'm that creepy guy in the corner. 
So that made me really love math. And now I'm at kind of the point where I technically don't really have to take any more math classes. But I am choosing to. Because, or like, you after, might have to after my junior year, I do not have to take any more math classes. But I will, because I want to. And it's at that time where you really like a class, start to like yeah. a class. Really I will because I have to fill up my senior year schedule with like 15 to 17 qu uh, credits. Yeah, I've always, I've always tolerated math. I've been fine with it all my years up until here. It's starting to genuinely drive me crazy. If I'm starting to spend hours on math, I'm work hours upon hours upon hours of stuff that I can barely even will myself to do. It's starting to really get me insane. That's where it crosses the line. See, I think we also have to look at how far the school system has come and have hope for the future. I mean, 50 years ago, I would have been replaced in a remedial school. I, I would still be in grade school because my handwriting's bad and I can't spell words. We have, we, we've advanced. We just haven't advanced far enough yet. Yeah. The most well-mannered of us all. Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about math. Well, uh, I am offended that you're commenting. <laughs> I need to go. Well, that, that you're offended. Yes, I'm so offended. Anyway, sorry. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Have a nice day, Joseph. I'm offended that you're nice. I feel salty here. I found um, you sound sarcastic. So Sweet, I agree with B. Wick. <laughs> Sometimes, but I mean, how are how would one fix it? How I mean, would one adapt to each individual? Person? Well, the thing is, is there any problems with it? Because if you want to, you can still go on by yourself, and you have a lower end, and you have a higher end. If you want to, we still have people like Bill Gates, we still have people like Albert Einstein. They got through the school system. Everybody got through the school system. Elon Musk, he got through the school system, and he's really been able to do a lot. Well. Personally, I I really enjoy learning. I really enjoy being in school. I mean, there are some days where I would rather not be doing homework assignments, but then I get super mad at myself whenever I don't do them, and I get incredibly bored, and I get incredibly frustrated when I procrastinate assignments. Um, which, I mean, it's like two parts of myself fighting because it's... And there's a part of me that wants to do the homework because I find enjoyment in doing homework. It's just, it just takes that motivation to get started on it. I hate it the voice in my head to yell at me if you're doing homework. It's, that, you know, I hate it when they yell at me if they just ask my family to do it. Totally. <laughs> so, one thing is, um... Well, we need to wrap this up. Okay, yeah, so we, we I just have to wrap this up pretty I feel like, to end this, that's why I say one thing. I feel so, like some of... The people yeah. that the school system have screwed over the most have been the most successful people. Mm -hmm. Think Albert Einstein. Think Elon so, Musk. Think Bill. Think uh, Steve Jobs, who who took a calligraphy course without paying for it and smoked weed. Yeah. So and he was a delinquent. 
to conclude, what we've talked about here today is we've established that the school system is one size fits all. And that if you smoke weed, you are successful. <laughs> no, you are just not sure. The smokage of any herbal substances besides tea. Well, no, you don't smoke tea, you drink tea, and <laughs> drink tea is excellent. That's fine. But we do not endorse anything. We do not endorse any drugs besides candle fragrances. Essential oils are fine. Essential oils are fine. And candles. That's it. Candles are not fine if you're performing demonic rituals. This is a perfect transition to what I want to finish on the podcast with. Yes. The fridge is a clear example that what really matters is inside. And that concludes our podcast. I'm going to put a bag and some pictures on the outside of my fridge. But what really... Welcome to the UCAS podcast. Welcome to the UCAS podcast, where we have already finished. Welcome to the third part of the UCAS podcast. Welcome to the end of this. Welcome to the ending credits of the UCAS podcast. Which are not going to stop the recording. We will, though, because they're going to... We can't let their viewers down.